Hey, welcome back to the Ace Football Academy. This is Coach Dunham again with Coach Hamilton. Today we have a special guest in Heather Hines. She was joined with her former coach in DOC, Brian Boozy. She is the current goalkeeper for South Carolina University women's soccer team. She is also the MVP, I believe, from the previous season. Of the tournament. Uh, that is correct. Of the tournament, yeah. the SEC tournament. And it is tournament time again this year for the SEC and all other big girls soccer as well as men's soccer going on right now. So what are some updates we got going on Heather Hines and her accomplishments as well as Brian Boozy? We joked with Heather the first when we had them on the podcast and we were giving her a hard time. She had just won that SEC um, tournament MVP, I believe. But now we can really give her a hard time because she has been named the SEC Goalkeeper of the Year in that entire conference. So a great, great award for her. And we kind of knew how good she was, how special she was, but it's nice to see that others are um, acknowledging that as well. And Coach Boozy, as well, as you mentioned, he is with McDaniel College, Division Three. They are also getting ready to open their tournament as well. I think they play the, I think actually well, the uh, tonight, the recording night, the 11th. So good luck to them this evening but mcdaniel college where coach boozy is the goalkeeper coach there they have won um an award for the division three coaching staff of the year so really special honor for them as well coach boozy messaged me and sent me a link or a link to these awards coach and he said the only commonality that these two awards have are that they came on the podcast naturally so We'll hopefully get both of those people back on in the future. But we did want to dive into the second half of that conversation. If you recall, the first conversation we had with them revolved around tryouts. Right. The second half of that conversation revolves strictly around goalkeeping. So goalkeepers and people who work with goalkeepers, coaches who struggle with that, how do I work my goalkeepers in? This is going to be a really good conversation for you to hear and Clearly, it's with two of the top goalkeeper people in in the nation. Absolutely. All right, Coach, let's dig into this conversation. This is Heather Hines, current South Carolina University goalkeeper. Let's check it out. So now just goalkeeper-specific things. Coach, you mentioned that you are the goalkeeper coach at McDaniel College there in Maryland. And, Heather, you know this is – but especially in the youth age, e- even in those teams where U14, U15, where there are five goalies, we know who's going to play goalkeeper. Incorporating that training into an everyday team training, difficult. You know, it, we, we know that it's hard. You have 18 players there, two keepers, and one coach. And like at our club, we don't, we're, supposedly going to start implementing some specific goalkeeper training for the older age groups, but we don't have that set in stone right now. So give us some advice, um, both from a player's perspective and a coach perspective of working your goalkeeper into a training. So what we, so my schedule at McDaniel and, and McDaniel is, is it's my dream job. It really is. I'm a, and I think a lot of it has to do with, I'm an assistant coach. In, in every other role that I've been in, I've been a head coach. And so all of the admin and all of that stuff falls on me. So number one, I'm an assistant coach. Number two, the head coach is a much better coach than I am. So I'm able to learn so much from her 
watching her sessions and the goalkeepers will laugh every now and then because they'll be in, in we'll be in between sets and I'll be watching and I'll be like, I'm trying to, and like, you're trying to remember that drill, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, I am. Cause then I'll get in the car and I'm going to yeah. write it down. And with my, with my oldest daughter who Heather played with, they got to a point where I would go to a training session and I would set something up and they would go, Hey, is this one of coach Sandy's drills? We really like it. I'd be like, why, why couldn't it be mine if you like it? And they're like, we just know. And I'm like, actually it is. So I would work with them for the first maybe 20 to 35 minutes of the session, goalkeeper specific stuff. And then she would incorporate the goalkeepers into pretty much everything else that we did. Now she's in a different, you know, in a college setting, you're in a different, you have the whole field. If you want it, you have goals that you can move around when you want them. So there's a lot more leeway for the club that I coach with. So when, when Heather left, another goalkeeper that we had, she was, she was, I thought she was very, very good. Ended up going to play in division two. We had another dad who worked with another coach. He coached with us. He was one of those dads that just, he played all the time, like played pickup, played in leagues, but he, so one day I said to him, I said, do you want to just hit balls at the goalie? And he was like, I would love nothing more than to hit balls at the goalie. So it, at least 30 minutes of a practice, I give him a bag of balls. He wasn't, he wasn't fixing anything technically, but it was repetitions. And so then I might be able to set something up and I might be able to go over and watch as he's hitting balls or, and I might, I could say to him, I want you to hit, you know, nothing but ball, you know, nothing but shots below her waist. And then I could go in and fine tune and say, step here, put your hands here, try to do this, try to do that. But if you talked about who our goalkeeper trainer was for that, it wasn't me. It was this dad hitting balls at the goalkeeper and getting all of those reps in. So I think in a, in a try or in a normal situation, if there's a coach that can do that, the other thing that I try to tell when I, I don't do much of it anymore, but when I would do the camp circuit and I would say this with my own teams, I would say my goalkeepers, listen, if we go to training sessions and we haven't done something goalkeeper specific, you need to come to me and say, Hey coach. And, and then I'm going to set up something that's just for the goalkeepers. And there's a difference between a finishing activity right. and an activity for the goalkeepers. Right. So, you know, we're all going to start smashing balls at the goalkeeper from seven yards out. That's not a goalkeeper drill. Right. That's maybe a finishing or that's, you know, you're working on turning corners, dropping it off, whatever. But a specific goalkeeper drill might be. And I've even had it where I've lined the whole team up and I'm like, listen, especially when they're younger. I'm like, pick the ball up in your hands, because if we try to kick it at this goalie, you're never going to get it where I want it to go. And so they'd all pick the ball up and I'm like, you throw it at the goalie's face as hard as you can. And I want to do, I want the goalie to get 200 of these. You have, you have four minutes to do it and catch and drop, catch and drop, catch and drop. And the kids would run into the line or I'd say, all right, you know, everyone's got to roll the ball to the goalkeeper's right, you know, and then we would get, so it, what it was, it was just all of those reps that we were trying to get because I knew, and I felt bad as the coach, they weren't getting them every practice. So, you know what, every third practice, we were going to spend 30 minutes. And what I also think it was good for, I think it was good for the field players to watch the goalkeepers and go, okay, she's working really hard. You know, she's, this is, this is not something I want to do. So the next time the goalkeeper did something horrific in a game, they were maybe a little bit more understanding that they were like, okay, I understand that that she didn't do well on that one, but I, I would never in a million years want to trade places right. with her because I've seen what she does and it's not okay. Goalies go over there and punt to each other 
you know, for 40 minutes or something like that. And also depending on the age and the keepers, if I have to miss something at McDaniel, I can text those girls a plan and say, here's what I want you to do. And they can do it themselves. So at least you're giving the keepers something to do, whether it's three of them or even if it's two of them, you know, so they at least don't feel neglected. That was the age that I played keeper my whole life. And, and in the stone ages, that's what, I mean, it was legit, yeah. like sit in the corner, sit and get off the field, <laughs> sit in the corner, right? go, talk out, to yourselves. go out in the parking lot, you know, and do, and, and then we'll call you when we're playing 11 yeah. 11 and you might see the ball four times, you know, and then <coughs> we're going to put you in a game and you're going to be terrible. And we're going to start just screaming at you. Why are you so bad? Well, I'm so bad because I stand about yeah. in practice and I don't ever touch yeah. the ball. This next question written specifically for you, Heather. So I personally, I'm not going to speak to Donna, but I personally, I've never played goalkeeper before. Um, except in those U8, U9 moments when, you know, my name before the game and it's like, hey, it's your turn. So, but knowing that and having coached for the last 10 or 11 years, I think, that when it comes to all sports, not we're not just talking soccer. I think goalkeepers are the toughest mental hurdles compared to any other athlete. Maybe a quarterback, but you know, I, I think a goalkeeper in a in any soccer game faces mental hurdles. They have the that mindset of oh, I got scored on, despite how many times coach and I say no, the ball had to get through 10 other people before it got to you without saying all that. What is some advice that you would just give to goalkeepers who are who are dealing with those moments of, I'm the worst goalkeeper on the planet, I can't stop anything? Yeah, I mean, obviously it takes a very special person to be able to say, I'm going to stand in the goal. And while everybody else has gotten beat already, someone's going to kick it as hard as they can to try and score on me. It takes a very special mindset as it is. So just having like people around you to support you with that is really big. I've had like my sister go through it. My parents are obviously so supportive and like putting yourself in those kind of situations where you like know people are going to like not be like, so why'd you let that goal up? So like what, what was up with that? But for me, like I used to be so, so, so hard on myself. And I mean, it kind of helped me, but it also hurt me in a lot of ways. Like I used to be like, oh, I got scored on. I'm not I'm not going to be able to play professional. Like that was – it went through my legs. My worst game that I've had in college, we lost to LSU 4 nothing, And I caused a PK in the first like 10 minutes of the game. I caused the PK. It was not great on my part. I tried to blame it on everyone else. It, was, it wasn't great. The second goal, upper 90, nothing I could do about it. Third goal, right through my legs perfectly through my legs like an easy catch and after that game I was mortified I was like I never want to show my face again this is so embarrassing but it like really helped me realize that like it is a game and you play it for fun you enjoy it like you have to enjoy it and you're gonna make mistakes no matter what like you have to just put that in your head that you're gonna make mistakes you're not perfect and that like the whole reason I play is for that eight-year-old self when I was younger and how much she enjoyed the game and I still enjoy it and if you're not having fun if you're not having fun making a big time save or even pulling it out of your own net like yes it's going to suck while you're pulling it out of the net but like if you're not having fun in that moment then why are you really doing it and like why 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 put yourself through being a goalkeeper because it's not easy you're playing a different sport on the same field like you're not you're not in the same realm 
like I even talked to my tennis friends because I have some tennis friends and they're like, your, your position itself is so much like our sport because we're alone all the time. We're doing this all on our own and it's on us. And I'm like, it, it, it is very similar. Like, and if you're not enjoying it, then like, there's, there's no point in you doing it. And I created this mantra this past year that I think really honestly helped me. And it was every time before I go out and play, I would just tell myself to play free, just play like I was that eight year old that loved playing because the second you start turning too much in your head and the second you start thinking is the second that you're thinking too hard and the ball's in the back of the net already. I, I love that playing free comment. And you actually, you, meant, you said something earlier that, again, I coached the U12 ranks and said this statement. My, my goal, I have two goalkeepers, identical twins. It's incredible. But they, they play and learning that what you said sometimes is just a good goal. And I'll say, yeah. hey, great shot, and you move on. When do you think yeah. that mindset like really starts to kick in where just sometimes it's just you got to shake their hand and move on because there's nothing you could have done, done about it? I mean, it definitely comes in waves. Like there's times where I think I'm really good about admitting something's great, and then there's times where I'm like, oh, I should never get scored. Right. You know, like it definitely kind of comes and goes. But like I would say like in training, like I think that – most of the times I can save things like in training. I'm like, all right, how can I fix this? But like when it comes to games, it's like you can analyze it after. But in a game, if you're sitting there analyzing a goal that just went in two minutes ago, you've already messed up. Like I like to think of those, you know, those little etch sketch things that you like draw shake on it, and then yeah. shake. To then I had a coach once tell me, like, imagine you just drew this massive like thing and you made a mistake. Just erase it. Start over. Like erase it. And every time I like mess up. And I start to see myself like turning in my head. I'm like, all right, shake it out. Like that. completely shake it out. Because the second I'm still thinking about that second that that goal that just went in, I'm not thinking about the next steps that I need in order to save. Well yeah, and it goal. gets to that point to where I'm so hung up on that one to nothing, then all of a sudden it's three to nothing. And now we're now we're really yeah, hurting. And that's exactly why we lost <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah <laughs> and you know, now we're really hurting. Guys, yeah. thank you all so much. Any final thoughts from either of you just about tryouts coach or just goalkeeping in general? In, in try, I refer to tryouts as the worst time of the year. Whether when I coach high school or when I coach club, it's just it, I feel like there's just not a great upside to it. And so it's almost like we got to get through that and, and, and then build. I, I like the building. I, I, and in my ideal world, I would just show up and someone would say, here are your players. And I have no idea how they were picked, whatever. I just, I just get to build. But, and so I don't, I don't like it. And because like I said earlier, there's no perfect way to do it. And so I, I, you know the system is flawed. So you're putting these kids through a system that's never going to be perfect, but you have to do it. So I, I don't really like I don't really like that. The goalkeeping stuff. I, I think it's the. I think it's the greatest position in the world. I, it's the hardest position. I think the two hardest positions on the on a field are are the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper's parents, because it, it, when the kid messes up in the goal for whatever reason, everybody turns and looks at their parents like it was their fault. But I think it, it, it's and it's incredibly overlooked in terms of it. And and I get it. It's it's hard. And and I don't think that any coach overlooks the goalkeeper position intentionally it's just like you said there it's a numbers i got 16 field players and two goalkeepers and so trying to balance that and i think it's it's two things i think one it's the balancing of the numbers and two it's it's lack of knowledge like i don't know what to do with these with these goalkeepers and so even if your club and i I say this in our club even if your club is offering 
goalkeeper training and your goalkeeper's going to the goalkeeper training, that doesn't mean you get to neglect them yeah, the other absolutely. two sessions a week. You still have to give them some stuff. You still have to do some stuff that is, that is goalkeeper specific. And, and I think it's all, and I also do a session with our coaches about coaching the goalie during a game, like a center mid does something stupid and you say something negative to them. They're probably going to have a chance to, they're going to get another chance within 25 seconds. Yeah. The goalkeeper does something stupid and you yell at them. Now, now everybody's right. looking at them. Right. And they don't touch the ball for the next 15 minutes. And all they do is the just only thing they think, yeah. about. think about what, you know, coach just told yeah. me. And it's so to be sort of aware of that. Yeah, we always have a fun conversation at halftime after the games. My goalkeepers, the one of the questions I always ask them is, hey, are you bored? We want keepers bored. We want them. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, Heather, as the SEC reigning SEC MVP, any advice for young goalkeepers, especially young girl goalkeepers, female goalkeepers? I, I think that's even rare for a young female to say, hey, I can play goalie. I want to play goalie. So any advice that you would give someone who's working their way up the ranks, kind of like you have? Uh, I'd honestly just say, just like continue to enjoy training and going to like, going to goalkeeper camps. Like I go to goalkeeper camps all the time, just surrounding yourself with the, like everyone say like, oh, she's a goalkeeper. She's a goalkeeper. They probably don't get along. The goalkeeping community is actually like so big and like so welcoming. Like I have so many friends with so many other teams that are goalkeepers and just surrounding yourself with people who actually yeah, yeah. know what you're going through. And like when you go to camps, go make friends with the other goalkeepers. Cause after my freshman year, after about 10 of the games, I think I hugged every single goalkeeper. Like I knew most of the goalkeepers just surrounding yourself with that community and like the people supporting you. And like I was saying, like, continue if you are having fun and you are loving it you're doing something right and just keep on putting yourself in uncomfortable situations like uncomfortable training sessions to make yourself better if that's really your goal and if you really want to play further keep on pushing yes you're gonna have you have peaks and you have your lows like sometimes I'm feeling like wow I'm like right here but like if you keep going through it you're gonna you're gonna hit that peak when you want to hit that peak and just keep on going out there and having fun like it's really I know your parents said go out there and have fun but like, there's no point in doing it if you're not having fun and you're not going to play well if you're not having fun. I know the second that I'm not having fun, I sit there and my teammates are like, oh gosh, like what's going to happen today? Like she's not, we're screwed. So awesome. Well, again, Coach Boosie and Heather, thank you all so much for being with us. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll hopefully catch you guys soon. All right. Thanks for having thank us. You. Thank you. My voice is gone. All right, welcome back. That was a conversation with goalkeeper Heather Hines, giving her insight and her previous history. Again, great conversation with Heather. Thank you for joining us. Best of luck to them in the SEC tournament, as well as following on to the NCAA tournament. Any follow-ups there, Coach? No, just, I mean, like I said, really good information there, really good stuff there. And good luck to Coach Boozy and McDaniel College and Heather at South Carolina. And we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, ANC Car Wash, located in Richmond, Kentucky, family-owned business. Please visit them for all your car washing and detailing needs. Again, I am Coach Dunham, Coach Hamilton, Ace Football Academy. Go kick some ace. <laughs>